following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, cool people everywhere. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yeah! <laughs> we got a great, 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 great show for everybody. Before we get started, we want to tell everybody that they can uh, click the ITV button and watch us in the studio. We're shooting birds. Go ahead, Chad. And uh, you can join us in the chat room. Drew and Chad are in the chat room. And before we get started, let me introduce my cool co-hosts. Starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Cool people everywhere. Shout out. Then we got our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hola. Well, that was that was weak. Hola. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Glad to have you back, Jimmy. And uh, and we want to give a, a booyah for our cool cat of film, Mr. Thomas Churchill, who actually is location scouting today for his new film, The Lazarus Movie. And uh, he's probably not going to be calling in. The movie is in pre-production. We're starting filming in like five weeks, and I'm in it. Can I do it for him? Yeah. Booyah! There you go. Thank you. That, that was a good that Churchill. Was a, that was a good Churchill. Yeah. Totally like digging it. And if you guys want to find out more about the Lazarus movie, you can go to thelazarusmovie.com. Now try and do me, Chad. Hold on. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> I thought she was going to say, hey, cool people everywhere. <laughs> we got a really, really fun show for everybody. Before we get started, we want to say that uh, uh, I don't even know what day it occurred on, but like our Mr. Engineer Chad Murphy had a birthday, so happy birthday, dude. Well, thank you, sir. It was September 30th. I had a good time. 42 years old. There you go. 42 Still years old. We were uh, on the Adventures of Pipe Man show the other night doing a special birthday celebration with you, and I just thought we would wish you happy birthday from the Jimmy Star Show. Yeah. Thank you much. You all rock. You're the shit. There we go. And uh, That was fun. I listened in, and you had uh, Kayla... Michaela. Michaela. Michaela Page, everybody. Everybody needs to vote for Chad's Team Blake. Birthday. As soon as like it gets to a point where you can vote, if she's still in it, we want to vote for Michaela Page. She's on Team Blake of The Voice. NBC's The Voice. She's awesome. She sang live in the studio the other night. It was great. I have a yeah. feeling she's going to make it around the top ten. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too, actually. She's just awesome. She's freaking great. When she sang live on radio, which I think is kind of difficult, like you have to have good knowledge of microphones to do that well, and like she was awesome. On The Voice? On, on W4CY. Sounded good? Yeah, it sounded right great. And everybody, too, they could follow her on Instagram. She's FLA Singer One. And you can follow her on Twitter. It's at FLA Singer One. I'm following her, so we need to build up her Twitter following. She's awesome. And uh, everybody needs to vote for her. We want. I never vote, root for Team Blake, but this time I'm rooting for Team Blake. Yeah! Right, right. I'm usually a Team Adam kind of person, but. Uh, Jimmy's gone country. I'm usually yeah. a Team Christina kind of person. <laughs> yeah, I like. Te- I actually like all the teams. I guess yeah, every team has actually, like one or two people. I, I just like. go by the people. 
Yeah, me too. It doesn't really matter what team they're on. Like last time I was a Lindsay Paveo person and a Juliet person. Yeah, this time I'm a, the Brian Keith person who's on Team Adam. And then the other two, my other two favorites are uh, Cassidy Pope and Michaela, and they're both on Team Blake. But, but Michaela's the number one. Good deal. Because she works with She's us part at of the W4CY. She's part of the family, and she rocks. and Totally. And she's smoking hot. Just wait, man. When she's, like, older. And sometimes, like, I don't think <laughs> Blake has a good team, but he has a good team this yeah, time. Yeah, Blake has a good team this time. Hmm. you got a lot of country people, too. Oh, good. So uh, you don't watch it, do you? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I do like uh, Blake Shelton, and I do like Michaela Page. I think it's a great combo, so I'm excited. There you go. There you go. And everybody, too, she sang the song Sober, which if you want to get it, you can go to iTunes and download it. I did. Yeah. So there you go. We got, a, we got a great, great, great show for you guys today. We're going to have Sparkle Josh calling in from uh, HGTV's Design Star. We've got Terry Draper, who's the drummer for Klaatu. And uh, we've got Kimberly McMichael from the Kronos Film Festival. We want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, chat room? We've got Ken Pettigrew in the chat room. Everybody Ken. check out Pen- KenPettigrew.com. Ken Pettigrew is also an awesome radio show host. He's got a great show, Ken Pettigrew Show, Thursday nights. 8 p.m. Pacific. There we go. And he airs every other night, too. But uh, I think his biggest show is Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific. And uh, go to KenPettigrew.com. Yeah. There you go. What's up, Ken? <laughs> is Morley in there? Uh, not yet. Okay, Morley's going to be in there. All right. Two, there's a lot of guests in there. And if you want to sign in with your name through your Twitter or Facebook account, you can just log in in the bottom right-hand corner. Then we corner. would know who you are. But in the meantime, welcome guests. There you go. <laughs> Our love audience. That is so much. And we got a caller. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, this is DJ Supersass. Hey, DJ Supersass. How you doing? <laughs> DJ in the house. Yeah, how are you doing? Uh, we're fabulous. And, and you're the first one calling in. So welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> well, thank you. I want to tell Am you I too, too early here. Um, no, you're not too early. You're just perfect. You're just perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say too. I was very excited that you're calling in with Sparkle Josh and that you're singing on his single. And I'm a huge Jack Star fan. Oh, thank you. So thank I was you very, very much, excited. Yeah. Oh, and now our second caller is here. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, it's Sparkle Josh. Hey, Sparkle Josh, welcome. You also got DJ Super Sass on the line. Say hi to each other. <laughs> Hey there, super. Hello. I beat you. I called. I think so. It's awesome, awesome, you guys. We're very happy to have you. Before we get started, let me uh, introduce my co-host, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Hey, guys. I love your accents. We got some Southerners in the house. Uh, we get it. We get it on it. It's it's uh, we're both Southern girls, so I mean we get it straight from Nashville, <laughs> middle, middle East it. Tennessee. So I think that works perfect. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, you two, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. And I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome you. We're very excited. And then the next thing you got to do before we get started is you got to say hey to everybody in the chat room. Great. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How's it going? That's so cool. (laughs) I have to say, too, Sparkle Josh, you're like totally hot. (laughs) I love the the long hair and all the pictures. You look like a sex god. Uh, I usually get Angie Dickinson or, you know, I I think... (laughs) 
like, actually, I was thinking a hot, you know, from the back. It, I, I get that. I was kind of thinking so. a hot Fabio, actually. <laughs> actually, that's <laughs> right. a really good one. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Like Fabio with style. How's that? Yeah, that's better. Go, go ahead and bring up the White Tigers, too. I get it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I like better. that. But actually, I'm bringing it up as a cool thing because I think it's, like, awesome, dude. Like, I think you, you're so photogenic, it's not even funny. Like, it's just – actually, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> It's smoke and mirrors, so, you know, you know how it goes. So. There you go. Well, I think it all works great. Um, I think, too, let's uh, – uh, let's see. How, was, how would I approach it? So let's let's go with, like – because, like, you do so many cool things. I don't know where to start. I know we're going to play your single that, that you guys are both uh, working on together, Sparkle and Shine. But before we do that, I want to talk a little bit of background. And uh, uh, I know that you're an HGTV design star. That's how you got your Sparkle Josh name. And uh, and tell tell us a little bit about being a reality star because we have tons of really cool reality stars come on the show, especially like uh, singers, which is cool that you're like designer and singer too, because um, we've had all kinds of like American Idol and X Factor and all that kind of stuff. So sure. so tell us a little bit about like how is it being a reality to- show star? So it all started for me about five years ago, back in 2007. I was on the second season of Design Star, and um, the whole Sparkle Josh thing came about because there were actually two Joshes on our cast, and one was very organic and green and into that, you know, saving the earth design, and then there was me with the rhinestones and the hairspray um, and the southern accent, and I got named as Sparkle Josh, so there's a green Josh and Sparkle Josh, so that kind of stuck. So fast forward five years up until uh, this year, and um, I was asked to be on the All-Stars version of the show, and uh, which aired last month, so um, it's been kind of a... Uh, a wild roller coaster, but um, the name is, has, has stuck throughout the years, and I kind of just answered to that um, instead of my own name now. So <laughs> that's kind of the cool, origin though. of Sparkle Josh. It's a cool branding, though. I like the whole like branding of it. Yeah, I think it's great, and it goes um, for people like if you're living under a rock somewhere. Design stars on HGTV, Home and Garden TV, and it's for interior design. So it's a exactly. composition following interior designers, and they have all these great challenges. And uh, tell us, like, about your style, because Sparkle Josh really goes with your design style. Wow. Um, I like to call it, um, I mean, some may <laughs> look at it it's a little over the top, but um, I, my personal style, um, I, I, it's, of course, you know, sparkly and, and fluffy and, you know, the Apple Tower with the fur coat kind of thing. But, um, you know, I, I think that a good designer, you know, can adapt to any style. It's about listening to your, your project or your client base. And, and really, really um, fulfilling that need because not everybody's going to want a chandelier in their, their coat closet. You know? <laughs> so you're going to have to uh, adapt and, and listen and, um, and be able to execute so many different tastes and, and style levels um, you know, to, to accommodate the client. So that's kind of like my mantra, my design philosophy, is, is, is making you know, that client, uh, their results, be what they want in the end, ultimately. So... Well, I watched Design Star All-Stars, and um, right away they had a challenge for you to show your kind of quintessential style in a box where they give you just a blank box, and then right. you, you have to design the whole box from scratch in a room. And um, and I loved your room, and I loved your doggy that was like the final oh. touch, <laughs> and it's like crystal and chandeliers and shag rugs and fur and black and it's all like black and silver and totally sparkle so sparkle josh really goes and and i love that style i would totally go for that and it's totally sexy so it goes with your whole whole look too 
Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It, it, it was an opportunity for us to kind of like show us and show our style, our personal, you know, uh, favorite way of doing things. And um, so that was like a really good challenge to be to the all stars and start with that to really kind of say, hey, we can we can do this. We didn't have to do it like from uh, a grocery store and make you know, a crouton coffee table or anything like that, we, we could really, um, you know, use the, the best of the best and really, um, you know, represent what we like to do and who we are. And I wanted to say, so. too, like, I think you got gypped, man. Like, especially... <laughs> Thank like, you. Right, the network. Thank you. <laughs> even in that challenge, they're like, okay, you can choose from all these wallpapers. So he picks out two wallpapers. And then, like, halfway through the challenge, it's like, oh, yeah, we don't have those two wallpapers, so you have to start over. But then he coordinated <laughs> right. everything right. he picked for furniture and everything off those wallpapers. And then there's no other wallpapers like those wallpapers. So he basically had to start over. And like they were just like, oh, yeah, it's too bad for you. I'm like, that's a jip, right. man. Wow. Well, thank you for noticing because that um, they just showed just a, a, portion, a small portion of really – what the whole wallpaper fiasco was—it went on for 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 an entire day. So, like, they touched on it, but like that was really, really the biggest um, challenge of of that whole setup was the wallpaper. I mean, I know it sounds it sounds ridiculous, but it really was a, kind of a downfall. So, um, thank you for noticing it and feeling my pain because it was certainly certainly a challenge. Speaking of that too, like, what did you think of editing on the show and how you're portrayed? And and we've been with like a lot of reality stars to know it's kind of like a a persona they're looking for on those shows uh how was the whole thing for you that way right uh it it was actually um pretty good i um i think i was pretty well represented and i i tried not to you know be the one to to break down into tears and a meltdown or anything which it, it, it could really happen because you're you're under such pressure and you're being judged literally being judged in front of millions of people um you know in the end and i think you just have to keep calm um and to me i'm like this is not people are not um sick children are not missing this is uh, drapes and sofas i mean like keep it in perspective okay so that's really what kept me grounded and not like you know getting overwhelmed with with um a reaction or or uh, something not working out just to keep it keep it in perspective of what it really was and it's great exposure and and fun with the other contestants and you know kind of a, a, a revisiting of what I've done years ago so it was kind of kind of that for me um, I, I felt like it was pretty well represented and the rooms were as well so um, there, there's a lot of, of course lots of dramas that are unseen um, that never get get shown but that's okay um i think that they have to always tell a story and build a story and um i went into it knowing that so it was cool too because on the all-stars they played joss's single as part of the show yeah that's cool yeah that's so, that, you, that is, you you already got and, um, branded as multi-talented which i thought was awesome well thank you thank you i'm sure sarah can, can tell you a little bit more about our history because it's it's um crazy how we all uh, this all came full circle for us um, Actually, I want to uh, know that. That's what I do because, like, okay, so you're the designer, you're the model, and now you're also the musician, and and that's what I wanted to know is how did you guys actually meet? Um, she's like cool as hell, which I don't know if you like to go by Sarah or you just want to be DJ Super Sass. I I, I wrote <laughs> I both like that. Super Sass. I wrote both on here, but the way you rap, it's very sass. So I like really like that <laughs> DJ Super Sass. Yeah. Um, 
Super Sass, I guess that's that's definitely my uh, stage name. Uh, um, I'm mostly mommy, but you probably don't want to call me that. So no. Super <laughs> <laughs> so you're a MILF. Oh. <laughs> I bet you're a MILF then. I bet. <laughs> well, look at how I I got, go they're laughing and they're like uh, kind of quiet there. I was like, Josh, do you know what a MILF is? Because I know like we don't really go that way. <laughs> Josh isn't uh, going to agree with that, but yeah. Okay. Okay. So tell us a little bit. How did you guys seem to hook up? We met in college. Are we going to give our age? <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. You can just say college. <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Long, longer ago than you might think. But, yeah, we we met in college, and we were kind of um, instantly best friends. And everyone else around us drove us crazy, so we kind of kept each other, um, I think, in school. Or he kept me there. <laughs> I guess. Okay. And uh, we uh, we actually we had a little duo group there, and we wrote and performed um, way back then. So it's just hilarious that it's come, you know, full circle, and we're doing this now. And I think that's I don't awesome. know. He's, it's, it's so fun. It's just so cool. I just can't believe it's still every day that we're, that we're doing this after all these years. We've been a long time without, you know, working together at all or doing anything like that. So. So like, yeah, we were in a, we were in a pre glee pre glee like um, show choir together. So if that tells you anything about our relationship, we started way back, you know, before all through the original college show <laughs> choirs, um, and uh, just had to keep each other sane through that as well. So we just had a, a bond from that, and um, uh, actually wrote the song um, for that we're talking about, Sparkling Shine. We wrote that four years ago for um, a show for HGTV. And they came to me again on All Stars and said, hey, we want to use the song. So we kind of like amped it up, made it 2012, extended it, added a verse, a rap, and all of those things. And, you know, it's made it a single. And um, that's how it all came about. It's kind of like this circus of elements that, that made this song. So it's, it's got a great kind of crazy history. I want to I say, because you are like a phenomenal rapper, um, and I, I and I know a lot. Of, I actually have I have a really a really cool hip hop uh, record label, so I hang out with rappers all the time. But you rap so fast, so and, fast, and, and you can actually understand every word you you say. You know, yes. where everybody else is like slurring their words, and you're like, "What the hell did they say?" But you can actually hear it, and like how you do that to me is like amazing. I, I, that was hard to do. It was not easy. Um, don't think it was easy, but yeah. so, uh, so you're we're both from the south. We're both in the South, real long syllables, really long <laughs> phrases, that kind of stuff. Well, so. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a challenge for sure, but once I did it, I was like, hey, this is kind of this is kind of cool. I might, might stick with this for a little while. And I even told Josh before we finished, I was like, we've got to start writing part two here soon. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I think that part is awesome. What we're going to do is we're going to play it for everybody. Um, how about uh, the name of the song every, for everybody listening is Sparkle and Shine. Why don't you guys actually uh, introduce it for us? And then once you introduce it, we'll play, and then we'll, after we've played it, we'll come back and talk some more. Awesome. All right, you guys uh, introduce it. There you sparkle go. Sparkle and Shine uh, <laughs> featuring Super Sass and Sparkle Josh. Hey, y'all. Listen up, y'all. It's time to get your sparkle on.
of your design Though the haters keep calling Sparkle keeps it maze Falling like Jay Hudson is your holiday The shades for the sky It's a patriarch is sparking The hostess with the mustard With the flare rum and they're set up You fair about the pestis The man in the mirror dude Reinvent yourself I'll cut up the crazy claws And add a little sparkle Let's get rid of all the vicious Rock, rock, sparkle, let's just Along with the divine To make you sparkle Make you shine And make the person that you are Inside your best interior design Nobody wears it better than you. Thank you. <laughs> I freaking like love that. You guys, oh. c- congratulations. I think that song is so much fun and so upbeat. Um, I think adding the rap to it was really, really cool. Like, I think you could make it like as a rap star. I think you could just do like really funky like songs like that, you know, especially like if somebody did a real rocky song too. Like, it would be cool to have a rock song and then all of a sudden you bust out in the middle of it. To me, it si- kind of cool. sounds like British MCing. Yeah, it sounds like British MCing. And it almost sounds like you have a British accent, I think, just because it's so fast. <laughs> I think so. And I think sometimes sometimes a southern accent, you know, spoken or sung like that can sound British. I don't know how that happens, but, but I yeah. have heard that. And you that. already kind of yeah. look like Sporty Spice. You can like get the whole thing going on. I think it's like awesome. So, so Josh is a supermodel, it's and I'm Sparkle Spice. spice. Sparkle I know spice. Sparkle Spice. Yeah, Sparkle we can start. We whole love the thing. Spice Girls. We don't think that's like a diss at all. Like we freaking <laughs> no, love them. No, it is. Awesome. I, love the, I love the Spice Girls too. I do. I just don't know that pick sporty, but you know. <laughs> oh, well, I think she's more like posh. Actually, may come to a surprise. I wanted to bring this up, but Dr. Jimmy, we've actually met. I know. Um, in about probably about ten years ago, when I worked on the old Sea Escape in Fort Lauderdale, Sea Escape, um, bringing back memories. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and, uh, we used to come to your store and uh, load up every week on fashion, and I think I still have some like clear pleather panties that I wear to church still. So I just want to say that we have a good. I've met you lo- probably about a decade ago when I was, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> A cheerleader on the on the seascape or major or whatever I, whatever I was there, and, but and um, look at how look and it. look at where we are now. Yeah, I know. And you guys have so much in common because you're both like so multi talented, and you both have like because Jimmy Starr's fashion, your interior design, you both have such a style element to you, which is awesome. And we both hang out with really cool chicks. Yes. Right. <laughs> and you know, the, the only reason I picked Sporty Spice is because in the Spice Girls, Sporty Spice is the one who did a lot of the raps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's why I so, so that's why I picked out Sporty Spice. But but uh, I wasn't like trying to refer that you were a lesbian or anything. Because <laughs> in the video, she kind of looks like Posh Spice. Yeah, because in the video, you look more like Posh Spice, but since she doesn't do the rapping, but she's the straight one, so like maybe I'll just say Posh Spice because, you know. Because Sporty Spice, you know, she's the carpet muncher. Yes. You know what I, I saw this. I saw the Spice Girls in um, concert, and I got so much crap for that, and it was really good. Oh, <laughs> was I would show. love it. 
What's that other British band that I like? Girls Gone Wild? Girls oh, Girls, girls Aloud. Girls Aloud, yeah. Too. They're really good, oh, too. yeah, I've heard of them. I don't we know get crap for that, too, but I love them. <laughs> That's okay, because I like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's like super fun. So so where are we going next with the song? Like how what what are we doing with this song now? So like it becomes a, like the biggest hit ever on the planet. Wow. Well, well we actually I, 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 go, go ahead, Sarah. Oh, I was, I was just going to tell them about the video that we have okay. as well. Yeah, we go have, ahead. Okay, tell uh, us we, about uh, the video. Actually, um, a couple of months ago, uh, when the song was you know on on air on on the show, uh, we also did like a video. It's kind of like a commercial for it too. So. Our videos on uh, YouTube and on SparkleJosh.com, um, and uh, it's it's just a video of the song that we just heard, and uh, we got to both be in it. Um, Sarah came out to West Hollywood and and uh, in, in LA, and we we did it out here, and it turned out to be something bigger than we thought, and uh, so we're we're promoting it that way as well. Okay. So it's kind of like you get to see a visual too, um, and uh, it's just like it's kind of like in a different category. I think like oh, we're trying to you know be rock stars and push you know single with a video it's a, it's a different kind of in a different box if you will it's kind of what we've been talking about but um wh- wherever we can push it we'll push it you know we we're just yeah, talking about it also... uh-oh silence you there? <laughs> you there yeah go ahead dj yeah. what's up <laughs> oh, i can't tell what's going on um yeah i was gonna say that i um i I have always done for the last probably decade and, and still do um, push a lot of music to television shows and to music supervisors and um, for commercials and, and TV and stuff like that. And I've gotten a lot of interest um, for the song from a lot of my contacts um, in that way. So we're, you know, kind of hoping, you know, something will happen with that. And so, you know, it can pop up anywhere in a commercial or TV show, which used to be, you know, so not cool. And now it's the cool days. And it's just, I mean, I love that. I, I, I love um I love hearing my music on TV and commercials. So, I mean, I, I think it's perfect. I think it's very placeable for things like that, especially with the holidays coming up and all the sparkle and all that. So there's a little bit of interest there. We'll see what happens. Yeah, go. that's like cool. That. Talk about that, um, too, with, like, Jagstar, because, you know, you were featured in magazines around the country and on television. And um, talk about uh, how that was with Jagstar. Yeah, um, well, yeah, that, that that was cool. We did a lot of stuff, and probably um, I think we've been together twelve years. Crazy, eleven or twelve years, and uh, we had did everything ourselves, and um, we toured and had a lot of songs on television and commercials, and won a lot of competitions that put us in magazines, and I don't know, just all kind of it was kind of a crazy um, whirlwind of things that happened, and we did it all independently and. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was a lot of lot of work. I mean, a lot of people think it's just straight up, you know, glamorous fun. But there was a whole lot of work um, to make all that happen. But we've had a really good, um, a really good go. And we, the guitarist is my husband. Imagine that. <laughs> How cliche. But <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we uh, uh, stopped and had kids, and <laughs> we've got a two and three year old. And so we kind of keep saying we're going to get back out there, and it's just kind of hard to do, but. But uh, we're slowly working on the next thing and doing some more music. And I do, um, I compose some instrumental sometimes, uh, background music for television shows and that's things cool. like that, which I can do at home. So that's a lot of fun for me. Yeah, like, like your song Leaving was uh, used as a trailer for The Hills, like the official trailer song, which I thought was yeah. awesome. 
I like all that stuff. Like I watch all those teeny bopper kid movies, TV shows. Like I like all that stuff. And a lot of times I, I watch it just to hear the different kinds of music because that's really like the only shows you hear really cool, unique, different stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just like on Definitely. HG Design Star, that's how you hear, you know, Sparkle and Shine. Now so, Apple yeah. and like a few other like brands have gotten to use like really, really cool music. Um, and so now it's like it's getting more popular, but definitely like the right. hills and I used to watch the OC just for music and yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Actually, I watched the OC for Peter Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, that uh, just having you know having our music on TV shows and the downloads we got from that really is the main thing that kept us going and. Um, so, and speaking of that, everyone can download the song on iTunes, Sparkle and Shine. And That's right. I downloaded, <laughs> I downloaded it yesterday. Everybody go to iTunes. You, uh, it's uh, The name of the song is Sparkle and Shine. You can find out more information and, and see the video if you go to sparklejosh.com. And uh, you can follow Sparkle Josh, even though he doesn't always follow you back. Okay. And you're at Sparkle Josh, right? Is it at Sparkle Josh? At on Sparkle t- Josh, yes. And DJ yes. Super Sass, are you on Twitter? I am not. I know that's weird, but no, I'm not. You're gonna have to get with the program, I'm, I'm little on lady. <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to get with the program because because Twitter is like so awesome. It's not even I funny. I freaking like I love know. it. And uh, and so what are we what are we what are we seeing next then, Josh? What do you got going on? I um, am actually working on some different uh, television projects. Um, maybe kind of extending the, the Sparkle Josh. Of thing into uh, kind of a series, or um, I do a lot of uh, stuff with award shows and backstage design and environments and green rooms and stuff like that. So that might be an avenue I take. Okay. Um, uh, but just you know, uh, that's kind of why I came out to, to. I'm originally from Nashville. I moved out here two, three years ago to uh, West Hollywood and, and Los Angeles to be in the game and kind of capitalize on what I've had built with Design Star and Sparkle Josh. So I just uh, kind of take that opportunity and exhaust all of the the outlets for it and uh, that's kind of where i'm working right now cool well i think too like we should say like for design star all-stars it was such an honor because that show's been on for so long like seven series and they said they picked the most memorable people and they only picked six people and you were one of them to be on there so i could definitely see you having your own series or your own show i could totally see that well, thank you. That would thank be you. so cool, um, too. The Sparkle Josh spinoff, baby. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've already got the theme song. The theme there you go. Written, you've so, already yeah. got the theme song. You've got it all going. So everybody check out SparkleJosh.com. Everybody follow him on Twitter. Uh, everybody go to iTunes and download Sparkle and Shine. We want to thank you guys for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We also want to thank Rob Evanoff from 1888 Media for setting this interview up. Yes, yeah, Rob. He's awesome. Rob yeah, is rocks. awesome. We love Rob. There you go. Rob. Listen to that, Rob, boy. Like, all that, like, praise. Yeah, Rob's awesome. 1880 Media is awesome. Everybody they work with is always a, a really tremendous guest. It's It's been such a pleasure. And anytime you guys have anything that you uh, are looking to get out there and promote and stuff, please let us know. Stay in touch. We'll bring you back. We'd love to. If When Jagstar comes out with a new album, contact us. We'll get you on. We'll get you promoted. And uh, oh, we so really, much. we really, really appreciate you coming on the show. We think you guys are terrific. Good luck with all the future endeavors. And thanks for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Guys, thanks Thank for having us. We really, really appreciate it. What an honor. Thanks so much. All right, you guys. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 That was cool.
like, Super Sass. I, I love, love that. The, I love the name. And of Sparkle that. Josh. And Sparkle Josh was like the best at branding too on that show. Like, because they have you do like test runs if you had your own show. And like, he had all these names for his fans and all of his like design ideas. And it was great. He's really good at branding. Yeah, I think so too. And like, like I, I mean, what I was saying too, he's like really good looking, and he was going like he gets all the comparisons to like Siegfried and Roy, and like all the different people. Like, like I think he's like really good looking. He's a model, so yeah, he's like super freaking good looking. And he wears like cool like he wears cool clothes, silk suits and stuff, and uh, crazy he wears fur coats. I like and, fur coats. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm all about that aesthetic. So uh, we think it's like awesome. Um, also, then uh, we want to. Uh, do another couple little promos before our next caller comes in and let everybody check. I want everybody to check out and follow A Mile in His Soul. That's a new movie uh, I'm involved with. We're shooting in Scotland. It's about homelessness. It's an awesome, awesome movie. Um, the website is amileinhissoul.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at, at amileinhissoul. And uh, I posted some, like, funny, offensive things and lost, like, 5,000 Twitter followers in the last week, so I need some new ones. <laughs> <laughs> And you can follow me at Dr. Jimmy Star. It amazes me, like, if you post anything politically incorrect, like, all of a sudden people go running, but fuck those people. Yes. I'll just get some new ones. Yes. I'm it's not the same on the Facebook, too. Yeah. You post one thing and people just drop you, like, like I don't know what. Something I posted, to be dropped. I posted a picture <laughs> of, like, this bear-looking dude in between the legs sticking up of somebody you don't see, and it says, good morning, son. <laughs> <laughs> It could have been you, Chad. Definitely wasn't me. And all of a sudden, everybody dropped off the page. I was like, okay. Do you guys know an Andrew uh, Aliga or Laga? No. No? Someone from Santiago de Chile is listening live right now. Cool. Cool. What's up, Chile? International. We are. We really are. International. If you go is to the, the chat room, room too, you chat see room, like, what's up, everybody? You see so many flags; it's not even funny of all the different <laughs> countries that people are listening. That's which awesome. is awesome. 155 countries. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Joanne McIntyre. Oh, good. Hey, Joanne. Booyah! I did it for Tom Churchill. Yes, <laughs> a booyah from Tom. Booyah from Tom. And uh, also, everybody, like, there's another cool movie that uh, actually the Jimmy Star Show is going to be featured in. It's called Exposure. It stars Corey Feldman. And uh, actually, Spectral Records is going to be distributing the soundtrack. Yay. It's going to have a lot of people who've been on the Jimmy Star Show on it. And you guys can check out. Uh, we have a brand new Twitter. It's called, it's at Exposure Movie with the number one after it. Okay. And so you can follow us on Twitter. And you can go to ExposureTheMovie.net and check out the... Uh, the uh, trailer. I couldn't think of the word. Isn't that ridiculous? Okay, so the Twitter is at Exposure Movie One. Yes. Okay. So everybody follow us on Twitter and uh, check it all out. It's really going to be a fun movie. And Drew and I are in it. Yes. Along with Dean K. Piper. Yes. Owner of W4CY Radio. And so we're very excited. It's going to be cool promos. And, and follow us on Twitter. We'll follow you back. And we get to play ourselves in it, which I think is cool. I know. Well, so on IMDb, when it says in the movie, it says Jimmy Starr is like in the cast, and next to it, it says himself. Yes, <laughs> which I love that. Those Instead are the best credits. Instead of playing a character, I'm playing myself. Everybody yeah. else is playing a you character. You are a character. And buddy. I am a character. Yes, yes. I, I'm just playing a slightly bitchier version of myself in this film. <laughs> just slightly? Oh, just don't, slightly. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like funny as heck. And also, uh, we want to tell everybody to follow on Twitter at 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 the Lazarus Movie, 
and yes. uh, and at my name is Brutal. In two weeks, we're having a Brutal cast show with everybody from the cast of Brutal coming on. It's going to be a lot of fun. And at the Lazarus movie, that is Thomas Churchill's New project. New film that I'm going to be in also. Yes. And I'm actually going to a meeting later tonight for another film I'm doing called Bad Seeds about these three crooked, crazy, hysterical, murderous brothers, of which I'm one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you like a hillbilly person? I don't know. We haven't, de- just we haven't determined. I'm just going to be evil, but we haven't okay. determined. But one of them's going to be a little bit slow, kind of like retarded. That's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But we're working on that one too. And we want the pod talk- is really good for this one. Yeah, and we also want to. Uh, 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 have a we- we'll have a website I think for that in like a week or not, but we want also in a week or so. But we want to tell everybody too to uh, like our Facebook page for the Jimmy Star Show, Jimmy Star Facebook dot com slash Jimmy Star Show. Yes, and our Twitter is Twitter dot com at Jimmy Star Show. Yes, I like to get all these Twitters out because like I always do a lot better. Up, oh, and actually now, hold on, Drew, talk for a minute. <laughs> okay, well actually I have like Hello. a very special announcement which I'm happy to talk about, and yeah. that hey, is. That the Jimmy Star Show is now featured on Stitcher. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Stitcher is an app. You can download it for your iPhone or your Android. And what they do is they combine the best of radio from all around the world. And uh, you have it at your fingertips. And we are one of the shows on Stitcher. And you just go to the Apple Store or your Android Store and download the app and then search Jimmy Star Show. And be sure to put us in your favorites because um, then you'll get updated whenever we update our podcast. You can listen live on your phone. And now they're starting to build Stitcher into automobiles as well. And so you'll be able to listen to us easily in your car. And you can listen on the computer and your home devices and anything you ever wanted to. Stitcher rules, baby! Yes, Stitcher rules. We're so on we're there. very excited We're about on that. there along with Ryan Seacrest, of which we're way better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of which we're way better. And we just found out that we're on there last night. Yes, so everybody check it out and you can download the free app. Yes, yes. I don't know what you already told people, so I'm just adding. Yes, and also you should, if you like our shows, give us a thumbs up. On our shows, too, because you can do thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, make sure you do a thumbs up because the thumbs down one won't work anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So just do the thumbs up one. All about it. And uh, next we're going to have Terry Draper calling in from Klaatu. And uh, he's going to be calling any second. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we want to give another shout out to everybody in the chat room. I don't know if Morley's in there or not, but but I thought I would check it out and see. my thing doesn't scroll, so I can't quite see if he's in there or not. That's okay. What's up, everybody? <laughs> so Joanne McIntyre says, Jimmy Starr still never answered me about making me a baby cool shirt for my grandson. And she kind of is, like, interested because Christmas is coming and there's a baby shower coming up this month. Email me, jimmystar at jimmystarshow.com, Joanne. And uh, I get so many Facebook call things and stuff like I, I don't I sometimes miss them so email me I won't miss that. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. I'm here, Jimmy. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. <laughs> How do I sound on this phone? You sound great. You sound like you're from Canada, and I just dialed <laughs> in, and I just dialed into Wayne's World. <laughs> Perfect. That's right on, brother. There you go. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me uh, introduce you to my cool co-host, starting off with the diva of cool, Drew Albright. Welcome. Welcome to the show. I love the Canadian accent. Me too. 
Hi, Drew. Nice to meet you. Then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome. Mm, turn this thing on. Welcome to the show. Hey, and I'm Jimmy Starn, everybody. This is Terry Draper from Klaatu. Is that how you pronounce it, Klaatu? Klaatu, exactly. Klaatu, okay. And uh, we're very excited. Hey, Jimmy, nice to be on the air with you. Thank you. I think it's super cool. I think the name of your band is really cool. The fact that you wrote one of the like, coolest songs ever in like, the history of music is really cool. And we're very happy to have you on the show. Well, I'm delighted to be here. Um, the, yeah, the band is called Klaatu, taken from the name of the main character in that great 1951 sci-fi film, The Day the Earth Stood, stood Still, still. <laughs> starring Michael Rennie. And they did a remake with Keanu Reeves. Unfortunately, they did. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did you see it, I guess, though? I went to the theater to see it, uh, knowing full well I'd be disappointed, but I thought I would do, do the big experience and give them a shot and give it to them once and one time only. And it was, um, it was substandard. Absolutely. I'm trying to be nice here. You can just say it. It sucks shit. <laughs> it was just terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was It was boring. It was just terrible, but I think... So tell everybody who Klaatu is. What do you mean? In the movie, who, in the movie. The, yeah, in the movie. In the movie? In the movie, this, uh, he's an alien. He comes to Earth to warn Earth that if they don't stop their aggressive, violent behavior, they will be annihilated. There you go. And they've created a, a, a race of robots to ensure that the aggressor in any violent action is dealt with severely and harshly. And uh, he, he uh, escapes Earth and vows to return if we don't get our shit together. Yeah, that's cool. Like, now, I have to, now I think I need to go see it. Thank God you're <laughs> the shit. It's a very cerebral sci-fi film made in an era, 1951, where people were making films like The Tarantula That Ate New Jersey right, and stuff like that, The Blob. Uh, this is a very sophisticated, for its day, Robert Wise uh, sci-fi film. And so why is it that you guys like picked the name that, that name? Like, How did you come up with the side that, okay, we're going to have a band and we're going to name it this? Well, that was John's idea, and it's an interesting thing. Uh, all three of us were real sci-fi uh, fans, we all liked uh, science fiction movies and stuff like that, and and rockets and outer space and all that cool stuff. And uh, John had uh, seen the movie when he was about twelve years old, and it impacted him very heavily. In fact, he wrote on a, a piece of paper in his room, "Klaatu Barada Nikto," which is what uh, the, the female character has to say, say to the robot in order to get him to save Klaatu, i.e. Michael Rennie. And uh, John still has that piece of paper. And when it came to find a name for the band, he said, let's call it Klaatu. This is 1973, and, and uh, Dee and I looked at him and said, done deal, because we were familiar with the movie and the character. That's cool. I like that. One, yeah. thing, one thing we should tell you, too, real quick, is say, give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. People's in the chat room? Yeah. How you doing? There you go. I love the way you talk. 
<laughs> you you got the accent, Jimmy. <laughs> right. Not me, brother. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you know, we have um because we've had a lot of re- you know, there's a lot of cool people live in Canada. We've had a lot of them on the show, and so like I always enjoy it every time because I really do think the accents are fun. The talent is so tremendous, um, and we just always have a really good time. So like I always get excited. Well, you know what? I'm delighted to hear your accent and be on your show. And while I'm thinking about it, I need to ask you, can you tell us about your part in this upcoming movie, A Mile in His Soul? Of course I can. <laughs> Come on. Tell us <laughs> Actually, about we're going we're gonna to talk about A Mile in His Soul. Actually, I just talked about it a minute ago because you've got a song. You've got two songs on the soundtrack, and, uh, and Spectral Records is distributing the soundtrack. I've heard about that, and it's a it's a that's a delightful idea. So you have a Cla- one, you have a Klaatu song, and you have a solo artist song, correct? That's correct. The Klaatu song is the opening track from the second Klaatu album, recorded in 1977, called Hope, and that song is called We're Off, You Know. That's a John Wallacechuck composition, and uh, my song is from my first solo album called Light Years Later. And the song is called It's a Beautiful Day. Yeah, I love that. And we're going to get to that. We're going to actually talk about all that in a minute because I think, first of all, we're super excited that we're that I'm in the movie. Um, we're having a really good time promoting the movie. Um, for anybody who is living under a rock, the movie is called A Mile in His Soul. And the website is amileinhissoul.com. And Terry's going to be on the soundtrack. It's an awesome, awesome movie. Um, it's actually, I'm so excited because the people involved with the movie are so cool, and everybody's on Twitter. Which, by the way, you need to follow me on Twitter, Mister Clatu. <laughs> yeah, and <okay>. uh, <laughs> I always have to bring that in that all the guests have to follow. Well, I would like all the guests to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> And everybody from the movie, everybody that's in the movie is on Twitter, so we're all tweeting back and forth with each other all the time. Well, I've heard about that, and I don't have a, an iPhone, so I don't know how to Twitter. But I can tell you that I've been offered a very small part in the movie, okay. wherein I could play a a, um, a disheveled homeless wino drinking from a, a wine bottle hidden in a paper bag, uh, disguised in dirt in an alley. There you go. Oh, that's cool. And it's not a speaking part, and that so that works for me because <laughs> of my 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 Canadian accent. A dead giveaway. Well, where is it um, supposed to take place? In Scotland. Uh, in Scotland? Well, I'm not sure, but it's being shot in Edinburgh, Scotland. Well, like, are you going to speak with a Scottish accent, Jimmy no. Starr? Or it's supposed to be in America? Or where is I it I think set? it's probably supposed to be in, in America, and maybe they're going to make it that the, my daughter, like, came from America and we moved there or emigrated or something. Cause, okay. Because I don't know if I can do that Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I already told them that ahead of time. Oh, cool. <laughs> So we'll have to see how it all uh, goes, but the movie's called The Mile in His Soul, and um, and actually, well, maybe let's play. Let's play. Uh, uh, what would you prefer us to play for everybody? We're off, you know, or it's a beautiful day. Uh, well, let's. If you're going to play both, let's play It's a Beautiful Day because Clatu is a tough act to follow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's our th- that's number three. We're going to play it for everybody. Why don't you introduce it for us? Okay, this is, uh, this is me, and I, I'm Terry, and uh, this is a song I wrote many years ago called It's a Beautiful Day, and not only is it on Light Years Later, but it's on a children's CD I put together called Terry Tunes, and it's a delight. It's a bouncy little number that features some electric sitar, and we don't get enough electric sitar in this day and age. Here it is. It's a beautiful day. Get up 
Awesome. So that's It's a Beautiful Day by Terry Draper. And, uh, dude, that song's awesome. And, like, you guys sound, you sound a lot like the Beatles. Well, you know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I'm not always happy and bubbly. I can get depressing if you want, you know. No, that's okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that I think that like, I, I freaking, like, love it. I love the fact that it's all fun. Uh, a lot of your music, though, is very fun and upbeat and, um... Uh, I think it's like super cool, and for anybody who, who you can go to iTunes and download those songs. You can also wait until the soundtrack comes on, comes out for a mile in his soul, because that's going to be one of the songs in the movie on the soundtrack. It's going to be a really, really great experience, and and uh, the movie's like awesome, and you're awesome, and I think it's super cool that through the movie we've met you. Well, it's nice to be on your show. This is very nice to. I wish I was in Florida. Actually, it's a little damp and chilly. May as well be in Scotland, for God's sake. <laughs> up here in Toronto. What part of Canada um, do you live in? Just outside of Toronto. Okay. Yeah, it's... we're all wearing snowshoes as we speak. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. It's like eighty degrees here today. It's like ninety. We breeze. were like complaining how hot it was when we came in the studio today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, rub it in. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more then about um, you as a singer-songwriter because you're the co-author of Calling Occupants of Inter- Interplanetary Craft. It's one of like the greatest like songs ever, covered by the Carpenters and made into like a super huge hit. And uh, and I was reading some of the information on the uh, on your website. I guess that that's based on like a. Uh, that's pl- that's based on co- World Contact Day and by the International Flying Saucer Bureau to reach out to space to try to like contact you know people, which was something that they did back in the day. And like I thought that was like cool as shit. <laughs> you know what? It's a true story, and it's very fascinating. I found a book called The Flying Saucer Reader, and in it was this chapter called The Message, and uh, the International Flying Saucer Bureau invited all of their members around the world to to memorize this message and they they simultaneously recited it mentally on March 15th 1953 and they were trying to use telepathy to reach out to the aliens and the message goes um, and I'll I'll quote pretty closely it goes calling occupants of interplanetary craft calling occupants of interplanetary craft we are your friends please come and peace and teach the ignorant ones on our planet uh, and save them from their violent ways, etc., etc. So uh, John and I looked at this and he said, wow, how cool would it be if we wrote a song using this idea and it got all this airplay, maybe the aliens would finally show up. <laughs> that would be really cool. You would be like the yeah, uh, and I'm still waiting actually. for the earth. I haven't given up hope. I think it's just really cool that you did you did this song. This song is a huge hit. Anybody who hasn't heard it, uh, you've done a you've done versions of it. The Carpenters did a huge version of it, and I'm a huge Carpenters fan. And uh, and you know, so you've got this song calling calling uh, calling occupants of interplanetary craft, which I can't even say it. You know, and then you <laughs> named your band Klaatu, you know, after the fucking alien in another space movie and shit. I was just like, oh, this is just cool. <laughs> Yeah, it, it all sort of, it starts to make sense after a while. Actually, the full name of the song, as it appears on our first album, um, is Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft, the recognized anthem of World Contact Day. Okay. See if you can spit all that out, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even get past the interplanetary <laughs> part. <laughs> 
So well, let, let me let me tell you what I think about the Carpenters. Um, that I, I was a huge Carpenters fan uh, before they recorded our song, and I'd often be caught m- singing in the hallway or uh, walking down the street. Rainy days and Mondays. Oh, that's oh. that's the one I like too. <laughs> and. <laughs> And then to, to find out that Karen and, and Richard have recorded our song and sent us a copy. Matter of fact, she sent a copy to us, an acetate, which is just like a, a soft cut that they made on the lathe uh, when they first were making the, the record from the tapes. And it came in a plain vanilla white envelope, and she'd written on it, Clatu, uh, we've been observing your group. And signed it, Karen and Richard. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is so cool. That's framed on the wall in my studio. That's the kind of stuff I would have that frame too. Like that's like ah, it's awesome. Yeah, it that was is totally cool. cool. It was more exciting than than being a Beatle. Yeah, I think that's cool. So how cool is that though? You get from here to the Beatles, and then you have the Carpenters, who at the time, you know, they were like the biggest thing going. Yes, you know, they absolutely. Were like the, they were like the freaking like modern day Maroon Five or something. I mean, like they were Bigger. like it. They were just huge. Yeah, and I know it's huge. First, we were the Beatles. Then the Carpenters do our song, and the next thing you know, I'm on the Jimmy Star show. I know. Exactly. Are, those, that totally works, <laughs> which I told you during the break. I'm one of the kids on that Sing song. I like sang with them when I was a little kid. I was like in second grade or something or third grade. Wait, what? And uh, that song, Sing, Sing a Song. I'm like sing one of the little song. kids. You are sing kidding me. I grew up to that song. I used to sing la, that song la, la, all la, the time. La, la, la. Oh my god! I performed with them a whole bunch of times when I was a little kid. Um, That's awesome. And so I'm a huge Carpenters fan. Wow! And uh, and so like the whole thing is just like really like cool. Like for me, I think the whole thing is like really cool. I had a blast. I was like love the Carpenters. I I love the song, which I was telling you on the break. I didn't know until until we until I met Morley. Morley, everybody, we should say hi to Morley Schulman. I don't know if he's listening, but. But uh, he's he's the writer of A Mile in His Soul, and he's the one who actually helped facilitate this interview. And uh, until he was like, "Oh, you know, I, my favorite Canadian band is Klaatu, and they did the song Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft." And I was like, "Oh, that's a Carpenter song." <laughs> and we he was like, a, "We get a lot of that, Jimmy, and that's okay by me." And, and then he was like, "Well, it's not really. It's a Carpenter song after the Carpenters. You know, somebody else wrote it." And so that's how I found out about you, and I like researched you like a month ago. Actually, um, he talked with about you guys a lot on his interview on the Jimmy Star Show. He is like nothing but mad praise. Yeah, for you. he's like he's like he, he's like like just practically like having <laughs> sex with you. <laughs> it was like he likes you so much, and so I was like, okay, this is like really really cool. And he is such a funny, great, great guy. Who, uh, by the way, I met on Twitter. That's why we need to get you like. Really getting going on teach you how to do Twitter. We'll do a conference call and I'll teach you how to do it. Because you, uh, you, well, you know, I, I'm not sure about Twitter. I've actually, I've actually recently joined Facebook. Okay. And I, I've created a Facebook page for Clatu. I've created a Facebook page for Terry the person, and Terry the musician. And I just recently built a website for Clatu, which is www.clatutheband.com. I've become so socially interactive that I'm getting a penicillin shot every six months now. (laughs) (laughs) We should also say, too, besides clatutheband.com, you have terrydraper.com. Yes, I do. And uh, and everybody should definitely – and and that's your your most recent uh, release as a solo artist – um, it's called Stranded, 
dot 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 with special guests. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get that on iTunes. And uh, um, yeah, like I think the social media stuff is a great way to get stuff out there. I think everybody should actually know that uh, that you guys are the writers and have actually done you know your own version of calling occupants of interplanetary craft. It really is like something from my. I guess I wasn't that young. Yeah, I guess I was young. It's something of my youth, uh, like one of the greatest like songs ever, and done by one of the greatest groups ever. So like I want to give you just mad props again for that. And what I thought we would do is just play uh, while we still have while you're on the line, and we're not going to turn off the mics or anything. I just want to play like like the first like 45 seconds or minute. Of Colin Occupants, so everybody can hear it because your version is is different than the Carpenter's version. It's awesome. I'm so happy I actually have it, and uh, and so let's see what we can do with it. Well, that's that's me singing at the beginning of the song there, Jimmy, and I do sound a bit like Karen, but not that good. That's okay. <laughs> so we're playing it. We can talk over it, but oh, turn it up a little, Chad. There you go. Telepath messages through the vast unknown Please close your eyes and concentrate With every thought you think Upon the recitation we're about to sing It gets all Beatles-y here. <laughs> Calling occupants of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft I freaking love it. I just freaking like. <laughs> I just think cool. it's so freaking awesome, and like the fact that, like, I actually I'm surprised like that no new like ninety or two thousand twelve bands have like contacted you guys to like remake it like like a two thousand twelve version. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Actually, that would be a good song for somebody. Out there but it has to name. be a really good band, like yeah. not a shitty band. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Uh, somebody told me uh, a few years ago that they'd heard from uh, uh, one of the fans that t- came through the original Klaatu website, org, run by a friend of ours, David Bradley. He still has that up and running, and, and he's a, a good friend of the band. But we heard that uh, U2 was in Australia playing a concert in Sydney, and during their performance, they broke into Calling Occupants and, and played uh, um, a few choruses of it. That's cool. Oh, that so is if Bono cool. Wants to, if Bono's listening and he wants to record <laughs> Calling Occupants, he has my blessing. Yeah, you know, actually, that's a really good band to do it because, like, one thing is, like, that song and a lot of the Klaatu songs, like, have such a big sound. And they're, like, one of the only bands that kind of brings enough. that big sound. Um, like you do in your solo work, you bring that big sound. But, you know, a lot of stuff sounds smaller today. Yeah, it would need to be like an anthemic band who yeah. can like do like an anthem. Uh, That's know, a good pair. One of, one of my favorite sayings, Jimmy, is if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing. There you go. 
We like that, actually. Yeah, I like that, too, actually. <laughs> One of our favorite sayings is more is more. Like, fuck that less is more shit. <laughs> more is more. You're absolutely right, Drew. Yes. Very good. <laughs> and, you know, I'm also a, I'm a celebrity clothing designer. I make really far out clothes. So, like, the, the mantra for my clothing line is people stare, make it worth their while. So okay, that's that's it. That's what it's all about. I'm all about it. So like, I think it totally like works. And so like, who are some bands? Like, do you have any bands that are like really popular now that you think uh like these are like cool? Like as as a as a well known musician like that you like that are popular now in the in the 2012s. Um, geez, I I can answer that very simply with no. Okay. I, I don't listen to. I don't normally listen to new music. I'm still stuck in the. Well, I just moved into the '70s recently. I was in the '60s for about <laughs> 30, 40 years there, and uh, so I'm still listening to my Moody Blues records and King Crimson and Genesis and and Genesis all that is awesome. prog rock. I really dig that stuff. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and uh, that eclectic, uh, outrageous, uh, progressive pop. Of the late '60s, early '70s, of course, I listen to the Fab Four once in a while too. Absolutely, you might like Cloud Cult. I never even okay. heard of them. I don't. They're even like know um, they're disbanded now. I think or on a temporary hiatus, but it's like fifteen of them, and uh, they do some really big sounds and very elaborate orchestration and a little bit folksy, but also they go really big and it's really fun. You might like that. We actually had two. We had we had Walter Egan. We had Walter Egan on the show. Do you know who Walter Egan is? He sang that song "Magnet and Steel" in the 1978. It was like a gold yeah. single. Like, uh, and he's on Spectre Records, and he's releasing then like a new album. But like, he's kind of got like I think he's got like a really cool like sound. If you were going to listen to people from the the 70s, yeah, which I like. Well, that sounds and, and the Dreamweaver sounded really cool. How do you get on that label? Um. How do you get on Spectre Records? You, I don't know. I can submit your stuff and find out if they like you. <laughs> I don't get to make the decisions for Spectre. I do the decisions for the hip hop label, but uh, I can always like push you forward. You never know. You got you got more new stuff you've been working on. Yeah, I, I got a new CD in the works. The working title is "When the World Was Young." There you go. That's cool. Oh, well, absolutely. So, like, when you get closer to done, now you have all my contact information. We're going to be hanging out in Scotland probably anyway. And I want to come and, like, watch – what's the name? Well, I want to come to Canada just to watch Wayne's World with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Garth. <laughs> like, it would be fun. And so when you get the new album ready, we'll submit it and see what we can do if we can, like, put any fire behind it for you. All right. That would be fun. Plus, yeah. I just think it's fun. I just, I'm really like happy to 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 have met you because I I'm so I'm impressed with your musical library and catalog and the fact that that you're like cool on the phone too. Okay. And I think well, you're, this is all good. I, I don't know if we told anybody too like that the movie is about homelessness. Yes. Did we po- tell people that early on? Yes. Okay. Um, and so like your music goes really well with the the film too because it's like. Um, kind of like consciousness raising music and so you're dealing with like such a serious topic as homelessness and the movie takes like a little bit of a dark comedy approach to it but you know it's still very thoughtful and so i thought it was like a really good pairing well i haven't actually read this the screenplay but from the synopsis that i've i've read uh it's quite the roller coaster ride and so there's lots of room for 
for happiness and big smiles, and then uh, it's it's a it's a full circle um, retribution, and uh, everybody lives happily ever after kind of story. Yeah, I'm the big I'm the big smiles guy in it. I can't wait. I like have such Good. a cool, I have such a cool role. That's not even funny. It's the first time I'm going to play a dad and a husband. Which in a way you're playing yourself as the big smiles yeah, guy because you are a big smiles guy. I am a guy. big smiles guy, so it's awesome. <laughs> yes. It's going to be fun. I'm very, very excited. So, again, let's go over all our different little things so everybody can find out more about Terry by going to terrydraper.com. And you can find out more about Klaatu by going – first of all, you spell Klaatu. K-L-A-A-T-U, everybody. So you can go to klaatutheband.com. You can find Terry, and, Terry Draper and Klaatu on Facebook. Um, all, they got tons and tons of music available on iTunes for you to download, and uh, they also have a Twitter. It's Klaatu the Band, I think. I'm not sure. I think it's Klaatu the Band. So somebody's running your Twitter, right? Somebody. Yeah, and, somebody's running that on, on our behalf, and because uh, I, I don't know how to tweet yet. Okay, and if you want to, uh, if you want a lesson, you can just call me and like I'll get on the phone and like I'll teach you how to do it. Because I'm like Twitterati. I, I, I don't even own a cell phone, Jimmy. Wow. Oh my freaking god! That's that why is the, amazing. That's why the connection though is so good with you on the phone because we're not nobody's getting dropped though because you're on a real phone. <laughs> I'm on a real phone, yeah. Because nobody and ever this, calls on a uh, real uh, phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty a fancy real phone. phone. It's not even plugged into the wall. It's like a cordless model. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's so much. Do you drive like a pacer? No, no, I I actually drive a very cool white Ford Ranger. It's extremely hip. Okay. <laughs> a little pickup truck. That's fun. I like that. Okay, good. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Well, Terry, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Anytime you got anything to promote, please let us know. We're more than happy to promote you in any way that we can. I think you're awesome, dude. I I that I will. I'll take you up on that. You've been very gracious gracious and it's been a joy to be on the show. And I had fun. Good. I'm glad. So thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you in Scotland. And if you need anything, let us know. And otherwise, we'll talk to you soon. I got your number. All righty, Terry. Thanks so much for being on the Jimmy Star Show. My pleasure. Later. Bye. Bye, Bye Terry. I freaking love that song. Bye. I'm not kidding you. That Call and Occupant song is so freaking awesome. Have you yeah. heard that song before, Chad? I just did. Okay. Um, like I liked it. If you heard the the if you heard the Carpenters version, like you would know that one because that was like a number one hit. I didn't think it was real beatly until that one point where they started right. using trumpets, but I thought it was more kind of like Ziggy Stardust or David yeah, Bowie. Yeah. yeah, but it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I freaking like love it. I, and I'm so impressed that you were on Sing. Sing, Can, sing a song. I was a little kid. I uh, before my voice changed. So, so it wasn't on the video. You just went on tour or something. Is that uh, what yeah, like we were like all over. Uh, well, they recorded a bunch of a bunch of it. So I wouldn't be surprised if I'm the kid on it because like uh, I went to a school and I was in a really good choir when I was a little kid. And like we, they, when they came to Florida, we did all kinds of stuff. When we went into a recording studio, we did all That's kinds neat. of stuff. Right that on. is so cool. So all the little kids, you know, they're going la 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 yeah. la 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 Sing, sing a song. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bear. I, I want a bear that plays that song. <laughs> Don't worry if it's not good enough for anyone else to hear. Just sing. I have a great voice. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm fucking macking, baby. <laughs> you were rapping the other day on uh, the Pipe Man yeah, show. Yeah, I'm a good rapper. 
That was fun. I'm all about it. So, so anybody who's uh, if 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 anybody now is feeling a little bit sleepy, we got a suggestion for you, and that is that everybody should be checking out Dynapep. Dynapep is the best energy drink on the market. It's a, a micro shot. It's very tiny. It'll keep you up for ten hours. It's freaking awesome. And uh, you can find out more about Dynapep if you go to Dynapep.com. You can follow us on Facebook and uh, Twitter. It's uh, at Dynapep Energy. No, at Dynapep Shots on Twitter, and it's Dynapep Energy on Facebook. And uh, we got about six, fifty or sixty thousand Twitter followers. It's an awesome product. Um, you can actually get it all over the place, um, but you can get it at like uh, Rite Aid for our syndicates. Rite Aid for our syndicates, and actually Seven Eleven. Rite Aid's got grape coming out. It comes out comes in cinnamon, grape, berry, and mint. And uh, so you can get get grape though at Rite Aid now. That's a new one. It's only at at Rite Aid. Oh, start. that's cool. Okay, you can get it at Racetrack, Dwayne Reed, um, Fred Myers if you're up north, Seven Eleven if you're anywhere. I think Seven Elevens are everywhere. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so we want to check everybody to check it out. It's Dynapep. It uh, literally is. It's the very first energy micro shot that was on the market. It is the best energy micro shot that's on the market. Um, and basically, it doesn't have any sugar. It doesn't have any carbs. You're not going to fall asleep. You're not going to crash at the end of it. It's really, really good. And they have a cool slogan, which we're going to do for you. And, and Chad, you're going to do the no crash. Roger that. All right, everybody. Dynapep. Check it out, everybody. No sugar. No carbs. No crash. There you go. God, that is so good. Chad does it good. I practice for two seconds <laughs> in my head. And if you want more information, you can dial one eight 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 do dynapep because you definitely don't want to miss out on it it is the best energy shot on the market yeah it is awesome and also another sponsor of the jimmy star show is bon jovi dps which we're going to do a quick run through for you before we call our next guest okay bon jovi dps it's a software plugin that you can download to your computer which makes the sound of your computer come alive it is awesome. We use it at the Jimmy Star Show, and uh, you can get it too. You go to dpsplugin.com, and uh, on their site, they have this great tester where you can test out how it will sound on your computer. And basically, it plays a song, and you hear it regular, and then just with pressing a button, it shows you the difference that Bon Jovi DPS makes. And uh, the sound is brighter, it's richer, it's deeper, it's more layered, it's more alive. It's like you're in a concert hall. And uh, it, it makes a drastic difference, and you can see it right from your website. You don't have to buy any equipment. Uh, you just download the software plugin. And since they're a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, you can use our code, which is Jimmy Star, all one word, and you save 15% off. And it's a $20 download. And uh, you'll never want to listen to sound any other way than with this plugin. And uh, you can also get the app for your iPhone, and they also have one for Android and Google phones. And uh, it's awesome. And awesome. it's dpsplugin.com. There you go. It's awesome. Yeah. And also, we want to like let everybody know and to thank like our other new affiliates besides being on Stitcher. Yes, yeah. Which we are on. Um, the Jimmy Star Show can now also be heard on WROM Radio in Detroit, which yes. is in Michigan, um, on Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, Missouri, on SpookShow.tv in Indianapolis, Indiana, and then we're on Stitcher. And of course, we're twice on W4CY Wednesdays and Fridays. Yes. W4CY, home of the Jimmy Star Show. Yes. And uh, we're going to call our guest. What do you think, Chad? Are you ready to call a guest? Go on. All right. You're calling. You got the number. Stand by. We'll see if she answers. (laughs) 
I feel like we're pranking someone. I hope I gave you the right number. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Kimberly McMichael. Hey, Jimmy Star, how you doing? I'm good. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. You are live Thank on air. You. Yeah, you're live, baby, so say shit. Alright. <laughs> hey. hey Drew. Hey Kimberly, welcome. Oh, look at that. She like knows who you are. Oh, I was gonna get to that. I'm We've gonna, been tweeting. I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna introduce you to everybody on the show, starting off with the diva of cool Drew Albright. Kimberly, welcome, welcome. Nice to meet you, Drew. Then we have our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello. Hi, Chad. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And then you've got me, Jimmy Starr, and we're like Twitterati friends. Hey. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, Jimmy? Thank you so much for letting me come on your show. Uh, we're very excited. Drew's super excited because um, she's kind of like techie, and you're kind of like into like all this like cool techie movie-making things, and you are one of the four founders of the Kronos Film Festival. Yes. We also have Daniel Lowe, Tina Boric, and Martin Luke. There you the go. The other three that helped me get it started last year. And, and basically, the Kronos Film Festival, everybody, is a film festival dedicated to alter time perception cinematography, including time-lapse, slow-motion, stop-motion photography, and I don't know what any of that means, so I thought you would maybe explain it a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to start out with time-lapse is a tool. A lot of people say time-lapse is a tool, the filmmakers. And basically, in my opinion, the filmmakers have taken this tool and created art with it, which is why we wanted to do the film festival. But time-lapse is when you are taking hundreds upon thousands of pictures, like, say, of the stars, and you're taking them over a period of time. Usually your camera is stationary, might be on a slider, but it's taking a picture of the same thing over time. Then they put those frames together, speed it up, and it looks like time is moving quickly instead of normal pace real time a lot of times Where, yeah they show like okay. um sunrise to sunset on a lot of tv shows and time lapse you know where it takes like two seconds but they've covered a day in two seconds using time lapse right it's a huge it's it's really useful in in filmmaking or any kind of cinematography because you can cover a lot of time in a matter of seconds it's been used in filmmaking since 1897. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it, it's really cool. And it's not to be confused with stop motion, which is more, um, if you think California Raisins, Gumby kind of stuff, where the claymation, okay. where you're moving the figure and taking a picture and then put those frames together, that makes the figure move. Okay, so that, that's what stop motion is. Yeah, that's the difference. So, um, you know, there's uh, Godfrey Reggio is like the king of time lapse. He kind of started the cult following. I, I mean, there's other people before him, I'm sure, but he's the one that started the nonverbal kind of following with Koyonoskazi, which is a great film. And um, that Ron Fricky worked with him, and he's the one that did Baraka. And Kronos, which is how we, why we named our film festival what we did. And it's just um, an homage, basically, to them. Okay. Uh, one thing, too, before we go further, too, I forgot to have you say hey to everybody in the chat room. So say hey to everybody in the chat room. 
<laughs> hey to everybody in the chat room. I wish I could be online and see everybody talking. You're gonna have to tell me who's. I'm. I'm not with my computer. I'm at work. So that's okay. I, uh, you'll have to tell me who's talking. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what too can you describe for people slow motion? Because that's another part of your film festival. Well, slow motion um, is kind of deceptive in the term because they use high-speed cameras and they're taking like super high-speed, like 2,800, 3,200 frames per second and they're filming it at that speed and then they down. And that's how you see um, the dog shaking the water off. That's a very famous one. Or um, the water balloons bursting. Um, there's like some great ones out there where you know, the scientists are using their really big cameras to do it with, they're talking at time frames per second. I don't know if that's true, but it's amazing. Yeah, I watch a lot of Mythbusters, and they, like, always have slow motion, which I love. And uh, and it's, like, amazing what they can do. And anybody who watches sports knows slow motion because they always do slow motion replays so you can see the detail of what's going on. Right, and but they're using a high-speed camera that's shooting at, you know, super high speeds per frames per second. Yeah. So it's FPS frames per second. And it's, it's amazing what they're doing. I mean, Brad Creamer just, uh, um, it's all over the place right now. It's called the most expensive home summer home movie or something. It's a water balloon fight. And he shot it on a Phantom Flex. It's just awesome. Ooh, that's cool. I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah, just look up Brad Creamer and then um, Most Expensive Home Movie or something like that. It's great. So I have a question. Like, how did you get interested in all of these technologies and these art forms to start this film festival? Um, Well, honestly, I met a guy named Tom Lowe. And he is one of probably the best time lapsers there is. And he did a, a one a movie called Timescapes. Have you heard of it? I have not. Have you heard of it, Jimmy? No. Okay. Go to timescapes.org. And I met him at our international balloon fiesta here in Albuquerque. And he told me to look at his website, and then I was just hooked. <laughs> oh, cool. And that's, it's because it's, to me it's like where art and technology meet. It's uh, so high-tech, but at the same time, it's really art when it's done like Tom Lowe does it. Yeah, that is cool. And so we should mention, too, that the film festival is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And this year, it's October 27th to 28th. And that's the Kronos Film Festival. Yeah, and and we have our website, which is kronosfilmfestival.com. And we joined forces with New Mexico Tricon, which is uh, nmtricon.com. And what that is, is they have like a mini Comic-Con going on. They have, um, they have a sci-fi fest. They have all kinds of stuff going on. They've got some really, really great guests that are going to be there. We're going to have G. Tom Mack do the kickoff party Friday night. And he's going to be singing Cry Little Sister. There you the, go. The song. Yeah, the song from the Lost Boys. Yes, we know G. We love G. Cry Little Sister. 
Isn't he awesome? So I'm really excited because I'm a child of the 80s, and I loved The Lost Boys. And rumor has it most of the vampires are going to be showing up. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so their other guests are Bruce Campbell from Burn Notice, James C. Burns, Tony Todd, Candyman, and Priscilla Barnes. We've had almost all those so, people on the show, so it's like fun because it's kind of like everybody on the, who listens to the show knows who they all are. Bruce yeah, Cam- Bruce really? Only, we haven't had Bruce Campbell, but we've had all the rest of them. And actually, um, we're friends with all the uh, all the Lost Boy people. So Lost Boys is like my favorite movie of all time. I have like all kinds of memorabilia and like every version of the movie that ever came out, and uh, it's like one of my total like favorite. You know things ever. Brooke and G were like one of our first guests yeah. in our first really? year on the Jimmy Star Show. Yeah. yeah, I've been friends with Brooke McCarter, who plays Paul in The Lost Boys, uh, for like I don't know, fifteen years or something. So, yeah. So we've been that's, friends for a really long time. Yeah, and I just saw, cool. and I just shot a role in a movie called Exposure with Corey Feldman, who's in The Lost Boys. Right, he was one of the kids, right? Yeah, he was one of the kids, yeah, with Corey Haim. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of the whole thing, and uh, I've been on Burn Notice a whole bunch of times, so I've met Bruce Campbell, and he was uh, at some other conventions. He's a huge draw. Lots of people will come for that, and, and we want lots of people to come to the for you for the Kronos Film Festival. Well, it's all going to be done at the same time because um, Tina's got the Horror Fest going, and so we're going to be screening horror films during the convention off in another in a side room, and um, it's it's all going to be kind of together. We're going to have some lounges set up to where we're going to be looping, like, trailers for people if they want to send us their trailers just to to have them there. There's going to be distributors there. So the movies that we do screen are going to be seen by distributors. So it's going to be a lot of fun. That's a big deal, actually. It's a huge deal, and I'm trying to talk, like, Ghost of Goodnight Lane, to let us screen, at least get their trailer, because um, I love those people. I love Matt Dallas. I think he's awesome. And Billy Zane's in that. So we're still in talks with them. But, um, yeah, so it's it's all going to be tied in together. We're doing our parties together. And I, um, I'm really excited because it's going to be another aspect of – Filmmaking, because again, time lapse is a tool of filmmaking. So, are there a lot of other time lapse film festivals? Because like yours is the only one I had ever heard of. Or other people following you? Kind of the first. Okay. I think I think there'll be more. Absolutely. So you're like the leader, though. That's the cool part. Yeah. (laughs) You're like the leader of the pack. The founder. Well, I just I'm the one that was a enough, I guess, with the art of it and just amazed by the filmmakers because they're filmmakers and a lot of them do time-lapse as a high. So it's the best of both worlds because you're, just, you're getting to see really creative people take a tool and make art. And that's why I get excited about it. So, Well, you sent us some links to some of the people who've... Um submitted their film to Kronos, and I was, like, blown away. I, I there There's one by Richard Bentley. It's called Dubai 3, and it's this, like, time-lapse shoot of Dubai at night with all these lights, and, and it is amazing. Like, I've never seen time-lapse like this. Um, I was just enthralled yeah. by the beauty of it. It's so beautiful. And, and um, two, I think... It, 
it really gives you a chance to appreciate the vision because his is um, there's no um, there's no words. It's music and all image, and so it really is art, and you really get to see what does Dubai look like, and so it's it's kind of like historical and geographical and. Uh, there's a lot of dimensions to it, and it's all very simple in a way, but very complex in other ways, and it's just beautiful. I was blown, like my socks were off. I was just blown away by it. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're they're amazing artists. I, they really truly are. I've got. Um, I was so excited to get Richard Bentley's work as a submission because I've admired his work for so long. We've got Gunther Wegner with the African skies. I Beautiful. saw that. Oh, my God. Like the Milky Way. You've never seen a sky until you've seen this time lapse. And you've never seen a sky like until you go to Africa. And there are no like competing city lights. Like I've never seen a sky that looks like that. I was blown away. When I, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It, it like gives you a whole new perspective of everything. Yeah. I think. Yeah. My opinion, of course. But um, a couple more. We have Stephen Poe. His his Twitter handle is at Gearshare, and he's amazing. He did the first Redwoods time lapse that I've seen. I haven't seen one yet, so I think he was the first to do that one. Um, uh, Rick Maycomer. He has some time lapse in his short that he entered, but that's a new category. It's the best use of time lapse in a short or feature film. So we're trying to open it up a little bit. I thought his was um, great, too, because I actually got to see that one. And, um, you know, he mixes almost all of the categories because, um, well, not stop motion, but he has a lot of slow motion in there, too, which I thought was really cool in his use of time lapse and slow motion. Yeah. And his Rick, is very Rick's modern. an amazing filmmaker. He really is. Yeah. Also, I think we um, should say to promote a little bit more about what's going to be going on, you have some really cool featured guests. Um, oh, yeah. So we <laughs> have some amazing people coming uh, to speak to, to our filmmakers and to just get people excited about it. Um, Bruce Logan. The dude I'm is so, so hot. Excited. Bruce Logan is the hottest <laughs> dude. Like all, I mean, I was like, I couldn't. I went to the website and I saw his picture, and I'm like tweeting and say, "Does Bruce Logan have a Twitter?" He's like hot. <laughs> I don't know if he's on Twitter. I, I mean, he, he's on Facebook for sure, but he he is um, as sweet as he is hot. And it's the Bru- nicest man. BruceLoganFilm.com. And-, and he has a resume, people. Let me tell you. Like, tell him a little bit. Of, I forgot what all the things he does. But, like, he's, like, he's like part of, like, the biggest movies on in the Kiss history tomorrow, of the world. Goodbye. Like, he's, like, on some really big ones. He did stuff for Star, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. The special effects for uh, that. Tron. Um, he's, uh, I think he also did as um, second DP in Star Wars. I'm not, I can't remember correctly now, but he does special effects and color grading. He's just a specialist in several areas, really, because he's he's brilliant. Um, Bruce Logan is one of my favorite people because he has so many different things that he does. And he's really, really nice. You know, um, he's also got a a comic book that he's promoting um, while he's there at the comic, at the Tricon. And it's called El Lobo. Looks great. They've already done a, a trailer for it. They're gonna. It, it's amazing. He does everything. This guy. Yeah, it's really. And cool. he's hot. 
And he's and hot. And he says. Yes, and then and you have. And he is hot. Then you have uh, Christopher Durst, who's like a rock star photographer. Yeah, he's a concert photographer. He's awesome, nice guy. That's a friend of Tina's, and um, he is. Um, we're not sure that he's going to make it. Hoping he makes it. But if he does make it, he'll be doing a workshop on concert photography and giving tips to, to people that might want to look into that area of photography. Okay. Then we also have Phil Donlin. PhilDonlin.com. Phil Donlin is amazing. He's a director and actor, and he's, he's a little hottie, too. All the girls like this one. <laughs> um, he, he's, uh, he's got, uh, we're screening his Man in the Silo, and then he also has one. I think it's done, and it might be coming out soon, called High and Outside. Okay. And he still does everything, but his workshop is really interesting. It's, it's about how to take anxiety as someone in front of the camera and use it to your advantage. So he, he's teaching people how to overcome anxiety, and it's a great class. If you, if you look on the website his website or Kronos, you can go and look at more detail, but this guy is hooked in. He, total package, this one. We should say, too, the the, the film festival uh, actual website is kronosfilmfestival.com. And yes. Then, and then I also I, see... I should probably Bri promote my film festival. That's right. <laughs> Brian Pazone? Brian Pazone is one of my other projects that I'm, I'm doing. Um... That's, uh, he's, I'm, I'm helping him with this Freedom Series concert. Okay. Is he going to be, class. is he going to be at the thing? Cause I see it on this list that you sent us of like, of like people and sponsors that you want to mention. So I, I actually thought I would like bring his name out. Um, Brian, I think was, I, he was going to come, but it's looking a little iffy. He might've, um, gotten another gig. Now we're also in talks with a band called Utopian Dreams Band. I think I'm following and, them on Twitter. They're on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> at gmichael11. Okay. He said just direct everybody to at gmichael11, and then he'll send everybody the links to his website. He's amazing. He's, it's smooth jazz, great, great music. So we're in talks with them. They may make it. We'll see, you know, everybody's kind of... It, to make plans this far out, it's still kind of hard. So... Um, I wanted to talk about the sponsors too because I'm really excited we got Vimeo again, second okay. year in a row. That's awesome because be, they're really big. Yeah, Vimeo is our title sponsor, so they're presenting us. We're excited. That's awesome. I think awesome. it's so great how much like the industry has embraced you, um, and they really have. I mean, gee whiz, Vimeo, you have a lot of sponsors. I'll let you continue with them, but like I was like, dang, that's awesome. Well, Vimeo is, like, really exciting because, and the way they look at it is, if the guy told me, his name's Brett that works with Vimeo, that, you know, is the guy that I talk to, and Time Lapse is one of the fastest growing and largest communities in Vimeo. And a lot of people don't know what Time Lapse is, and yet in everything you watch on TV, usually you're seeing some, a little bit of Time Lapse in the commercials, in the opening segments of any show that they do a little bit of time lapse usually with the clouds going over in the sky true blood with the smoke going into the mouth yep. i mean it's everywhere i think and that's so cool 
Yeah. So Vimeo is is um, I was excited that they're they were especially you having them come back for seconds. They're coming back for our second year, so I was double excited there. And I love Vimeo. I think the quality of the work that's on Vimeo is amazing. Yeah, and so. the quality of the site of the interface, um, you know, it's like puts YouTube to shame. Actually, I mean, like YouTube's good for non-professional people, but Vimeo, if you're a professional, you need to be on that. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I look at it. If, if you're a professional, I hope you have a Vimeo account for yeah. sure. So then you've also got Adobe.com. Well, um, we are giving Adobe software packages. Uh, to, I think we have four to give away this year. That's awesome. CS6. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty awesome. Um, we just signed on ICANN Corporation. Ryan is so amazing. He's going to give um, the Horror Fest, he's going to give them a monitor, the HD monitor, and he's going to give Kronos a slider for the best overall category. There you go. Yeah, and we should but, say that like um people at this film festival submissions when you win, like you give away some of the best technology to the winners to really keep the fo- the field moving forward and uh support these artists, which I think is awesome. Right. Well, that's that's the whole point. You don't want to go to a film festival and win a certificate and a paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not why not get something that's going to help you further your art? Yeah. In my opinion. I think it's great. So, I, I think so too. I also see Glidecam on here. Glidecam's giving us a Pro Four Thousand, the Glidecam Pro Four Thousand, and that is going to be for the best use of time lapse in a film, the new category. That's the award for that category. It's freaking awesome. So I, I think it's awesome. I think every. Uh, I think it's a really cool thing. We should tell people again because uh, they could start making plans at the Kronos Film Festival. It's actually taking place October 27th and 28th in Albuquerque, New Mexico as part of New Mexico Tricon. So you can go to the Kronos Film Festival and also go and meet all these cool celebrities and see horror movies. And I mean, it's just going to be a big two-day, super fun-filled weekend. And you can wear your Halloween costume because it is Halloween weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, <laughs> if somebody wants to submit, are you still accepting submissions or are they We're, closed? I, for Kronos, we are still accepting until October 10th. And how, how would they make a submission? Um, just go to the website and go to the submission and click PayPal, the button, and um, that's all it is. And then just tell me, give me the link in the comments. Okay, awesome. So, and how do yes. you guys, um, how do you decide the uh, winners of each category i don't get to decide anything because i know everybody okay so i have absolutely no say in the matter because i have to disqualify myself but i just ask different people to be judges and then um we say who the judges are are afterwards so nothing gets tainted but um yeah we just have a panel of about six people and then the one thing I almost forgot with Vimeo is they're also sponsoring the Audience Choice Award. Oh, cool. Okay, so the audience will have a uh, like a People's Choice Awards. They'll get one yes. too. Oh, good. And they they give they gave a check last year and this year they're giving one. I believe I haven't nailed down the exact details, but they said 
pretty good size check. So um, <laughs> I, I, I like the way she say said anything that. because if I'm wrong, that's fine. You then, don't have to say. You can just say it's a good ass prize. <laughs> there you last go. year it was a five hundred dollar check. It's bigger than that. There you go. Cash. Cool. So the winner of the audience choice will get an Adobe C. I think it's Premiere CS6 package and That's awesome. a check from Vimeo. That's awesome. So again, because we want, I want to make sure people go. So first of all, how do like like if people want to follow Chronos Film Festival? I know you're on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle? It's at Chronos Film Fest. There you go. That was easy. And if they want to follow you because you're a Twitter audience and you're like one of the best Twitterers that there is, like what? How, uh, how do they find you? I think you? you are, Jimmy. We started at the same time. And look where you are, and look where I, I think you, my friend, are the best. Uh, thank you. But you got to remember too, like <laughs> I have, like a, I have hundreds of thousands of people listening to me every week. <laughs> I know exactly. So, and I have, you know, my few followers. But, but you, you are so good at it, though. You're like the friendliest person. If you want to follow, you're at Kimba McMichael, right? Yeah, Kimba McMichael. Um, and yeah, some people say I tweet too much. I don't think so. I um, think you treat fabulously. So we want to follow at Kimba McMichael, <laughs> at Kronos Film Festival. Um, real quick, we want to just do a quick shout-out because you also work with Indie TV with Trinity Houston. And uh, that, yes. they're at Indie TV. And Indie TV is a – t- tell them what Indie TV is in like two minutes or less. <laughs> indie TV is a platform for indie artists um, by indie artists. We are at the IndieTelevision.com. Our Twitter handle is at IND underscore TV. Um, submit your shorts, your films, your music, anything. Music, culture, film. We're there for the indie artists. We don't own your work. Nobody gets paid. We don't, we don't expect anything. So it is just a great way to get your work seen. It's a Time Warner channel in San Diego. It's an actual TV station. Yeah, and which I'm is awesome. hugely proud to be a part of it. It's it's a really cool thing, you guys. Um, their first like season that they had or whatever. Uh, Celeste, everybody remembers Celeste uh, from coming yeah. on the show a bunch of times, and they had like a really great feature on her. Um, it's it's a really really great. We had yeah, and then someone else that I work with, AmandaPly.com. At Amanda Ply with Gary Lux Music, we work with them. Amanda Ply, you guys. Also, uh, I just I think I just started following her on Twitter, but I've gone like she she's a cool cool singer and she's super cool looking. <laughs> she looks really like cool, like so. Like you should she's definitely beautiful. check her out. She's absolutely she is like beautiful. Like, well, we like stunning. Yeah, and we love indie TV too because like you guys help independent artists get exposure, and that's so much of what we do too on the Jimmy Star Show. Right, and that's that's what it's all about, just the community helping each other, and there's so many creative, talented people out there. Yeah. There really is. Um, and the one other project that I have is the Pathway of Honor. It's an Indiegogo campaign. That's a new one I've been working with. Um, yeah, I work with tons and tons of different incredibly talented people, so... Um, Actually, all they got to do is follow you on Twitter and watch who you tweet to. And then if you click on those profiles to find out who you're tweeting with and look up, you're like just blown away with like the people she's having conversations with on Twitter. You know, because like it's like, my latest favorite, Frank Cosentino. He is amazing. Isn't he funny? Yeah, he's like he's awesome. hot. He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We could just sit here and talk about who's hot all day long. Yes. Right? <laughs> he's, he's a really, really phenomenal, phenomenal musician, though, who's hot. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, yeah, he's, like, really cool, and uh, we should uh, – actually, he's always in all the different shout-outs between him and Ken Pettigrew and you and, like, all the different people. It's, like, so much fun because, like – it's basically like the same like hundred people all the time. We're always tweeting like all day long. Yeah, so everybody, if you want to yep. get in our Twitter stream, just start tweeting to us because it's a lot of fun and you can, you know, be hanging yeah. out with like really cool, successful. I mean, like Frank Constantino makes my Twitter look like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like he's got like three hundred or four hundred thousand followers. You know, like that's a lot. Well, and and uh, Kurt Yeager from Sons of Anarchy contacted him to, for music. Yeah, which they is, want his huh. music on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, which is just Amazing. really sick. So that's so, so. If you guys are get on Twitter and like follow us, you can be in with the in crowd. <laughs> yeah, get <laughs> yeah, trending with go. us. Start trending with us and get it all going again, everybody. It's the Kronos Film Festival, October twenty seventh and twenty eighth, two thousand and twelve. Um, it's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Kronosfilmfestival.com. It's part of New Mexico Tricon, which is nmtricon.com, I think. Is that yes, right? com. Um, follow Kimberly McMichael. It's at Kimba McMichael on Twitter or follow Kronos Film Fest on Twitter. And uh, and everybody go and check it out. I mean, it's like such a cool thing. It's such a cool concept to have a film festival for the Alter Time Perception Cinematography. That's the, that's the official way you're supposed to say it. Yeah, you did that great. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to say that. That was awesome. And uh, everybody awesome. check it out. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, hopefully the festival and everything goes super, super well. So in year three, you'll get like a million dollars for the sponsors. Ooh, thank you, Jimmy. I um, need that. All about it. So everybody like check it out, support it, uh, go to it, attend it, and follow her on Twitter and meet all of us on Twitter. And, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. For real, it's really a huge honor. Absolutely. We love you. We'll see you soon. See you on Twitter. Yes, kudos. Yay. All right, Thanks. Kimberly. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. want to give a shout-out, too, to Lights Out Music. Lights Out, awesome, like, dubstep reggae, dubstep artist who I'm actually doing a movie with called The Bad Seeds. And oh, uh, cool. he's been tweeting on Twitter, so we'll give a shout-out to Lights Out. And it's 446, and we got four minutes to shoot the shit. One thing I'm very, very excited about, you guys, is next week we got David Harris coming on the show. For all of you all don't know who David Harris is, did you ever see that movie, The Warriors? He was like one of the warriors from the movie The Warriors. Okay, do his line. That's not his line. Oh, okay. Sorry. But the line from The Warriors is, Warriors, come out to play. It's awesome. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> He's also done a bunch of other cool, cool, cool movies. He was in Brubaker with like – with uh, Al Pacino, I think, was uh-huh. in Drew Baker. I don't know. He's been in a bunch of big movies, but Warriors is like the movie, you know, that I'm like super, super excited about. And we also have hum- Humble and Fred coming on. Humble and Fred have an awesome radio show in Canada. It's like one of the top radio shows in the whole country, and uh, and they're coming on next week. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll have another cool music guest. Yeah, and- shout out to Ken Pettigrew, who's in the chat room, because he hooked us up with Humble and Fred. That's right. Yeah. And Ken Pettigrew's show is tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Pacific time. He also comes on 8 p.m. I think every other night too, but I think his show is longer on Thursday nights. But everybody check out KenPettigrew.com. We're creating like a radio station network to take over the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be all cool radio all the time. That's right. The only way to be. <laughs> right, Chad? What are you That's thinking? Right. And and uh, we want to also make sure everybody everybody goes and, and uh, votes for Michaela Page. Absolutely. Because we want Michaela Page to win. Team Blake. Team Blake. I'm so excited. Do you like? Did you like Blake? Do you like Blake Shelton? 
Like yeah, before ca- before this show, would you like listen to Blake Shelton? You yeah, think? I was covering his songs way before he was uh, popular. popular. Okay. And join us in Get Glue. Like, if you're watching The Voice, I always watch it in Get Glue. Join us in there so you can, like, uh, talk about Michaela and, and join the conversation. It's fun. I never do anything on Get Glue, but I always see, like, everybody, like, posting stuff and it says Get Glue. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an app on your iPhone or Android. And basically what it is is you can, like, sign up to subscribe to your favorite shows. They'll send you alerts. But you can chat with people around the world while the show is live and everybody's watching the same thing. It's cool. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's check him out. One more time he does it. Wait, wait, listen to this one. I got to try that with some bottles. Oh, I, love I think that... Uh, I think that is so freaking cool. Like, I'm not kidding you. I can't freaking wait to have David Harris on for The Warriors. It is such an awesome movie. Anybody who hasn't seen it, watch it this week. We also want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room, and thanks for tuning in. And our guest, Sparkle Josh, along with DJ Super Sass, which was awesome. Yes. And uh, Terry Draper from Klaatu. Everybody, check it out and go calling occupants of interplanetary craft. And uh, we want to thank Kimberly McMichael from the Kronos Film Festival and uh, all our cool sponsors, Dynapap and Bon Jovi, bon Jovi DPS, DPS, Monarchy Records, Spectra Records, Arcadium Entertainment. And make sure everybody goes and, and creates a free profile on ConnectShot. Uh, if you're in the entertainment industry, it's a great place to go. It's a social uh, social media network. network. There you go. It's www.connectshot.com. All of us from the Jimmy Star Show are on it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have yes. a great week, everybody. Bye, cool people. Bye. Bye.